listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, just how lucrative is expanding your portfolio into the Medicare space? We're talking commissions in How Much Can Insurance Agents Make Selling Medicare, written by Roxanne Anderson. If you're considering selling Medicare, you likely want to know how much you can earn from it. We're covering the basics to give you a good idea of what it might look like, including how working with a field marketing organization can affect your commissions. Let's get right to the facts and figures. How much does an insurance agent make on Medicare sales? Generally speaking, agents earn two types of commissions selling Medicare plans. A flat dollar amount per application on Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plans, or a percentage of the premium sold for Medicare supplements. First, let's look at Medicare Advantage and Part D commissions in more detail. Agents selling Medicare Advantage and Part D plans get a flat dollar amount of money per application. This comes in the form of initial commissions and renewal commissions. Carriers pay out initial commissions when an agent makes a new sale or when the beneficiary enrolls in a new, unlike plan, basically a different type of plan. Each year and beyond, carriers pay out renewal commissions to the agent if the beneficiary remains enrolled in the plan or enrolls in a new, like plan or the same type of plan. In 2021, the national maximum broker compensation for MAPDs is $539 for initial sales and $270 for renewals. The 2021 PDP National Maximum Broker Compensation is $81 for initial sales and $41 for renewals. Keep in mind that if you're selling a Medicare MSA plan, you could have the benefit of getting commissions for both plan types, MA and PDP. That's because Medicare MSAs do not include prescription drug coverage, so you can also sell those clients a PDP. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, set the maximum broker commissions for Medicare Advantage and Medicare Part D annually. However, insurance carriers are not required to pay these amounts. What you earn for Medicare Advantage and PDP sales could be less depending on the carrier and your contract with them. Medicare supplement commissions work a little differently. When selling Medicare supplements, agents earn a percentage of the premiums on the policies they sell. Unlike with Medicare Advantage and Part D, CMS does not set a maximum broker commission for MedSupps. These commissions also vary from carrier to carrier and contract to contract. Curious what your Medicare commission could amount to? Our expert staff can help you figure that out with our potential Medicare commissions calculator for 2020 Maximum Broker MAPD and PDP, Medicare MSA, and Medicare Supplement Commissions for street-level agents in all states except for Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C., California, New Jersey, and Puerto Rico. 
If you haven't sold Medicare products before, this is a great way for you to see the immediate opportunity you would have should you offer Medicare plans to your current book of business. You can also calculate your potential MAPD residual commissions to get an idea of their lifetime value. We'll have the link to download the Potential Medicare Commissions Calculator template in our notes for this episode. And just remember that commissions, especially Medicare supplement commissions, have a lot of variables. Carrier, plan, and state are just a portion of the equation, as there are other specifics of enrollment. This calculator is only meant to give agents an idea of your earning potential. Let's keep our commissions conversation moving forward with how a field marketing organization, or FMO, factors into the mix. Commissions with an FMO versus without an FMO. Carriers pay agents for the business they write, even if those commissions go through an FMO first. It's important for agents to know that carriers pay agents and FMOs separately. Your relationship with an FMO is comparable to your client's relationship with you. You don't pay anything to the FMO, just like your clients don't pay anything to you. You earn your commissions from the carrier, just like the FMO earns their override from the carrier. That means that what you earn working with an FMO is no less than what you'd earn working without one. In fact, we think that you have the potential to earn more commissions with an FMO. There's a lot of value in the training and back office support that an FMO can provide, like licensing, contracting, leads, marketing co-op, sales tools, submitting business supplies, and commission tracking software, just to name a few benefits. That additional support could lead you to make more sales, and many FMOs are usually able to offer agencies higher than street-level commissions. What about something called assigned commissions? You may have heard that term before. Oftentimes, an agent working with an FMO will receive commissions directly from the carrier. In select cases, though, an FMO may want agents to assign them their commissions. This can be the case if the FMO provides the agent with leads, advances, or other services. In other cases, the carrier may require agents to assign their commissions to their FMO, like when the carrier only pays direct contracts. When you assign your commissions to the FMO, this means the carrier will pay the FMO, who will then pay you. Agents signing an assignment of commissions contract must be careful because depending on their contract, their upline could keep their renewals should they choose to leave. Here at Ritter Insurance Marketing, in cases where you must sign an assignment of commissions contract with us, it is an immediate vested contract, meaning that any money you make is yours. Selling Medicare can be very lucrative if done right. Hopefully now you have a better idea of how much Medicare agents can make and know that working with an FMO should never hurt your commissions, only help them grow. If you've been looking to join or switch FMOs, we would be absolutely delighted if you considered Ritter Insurance Marketing to partner with. We have a few episodes in the notes that you'll want to listen to. The first one that comes to mind is our list of 10 things to consider before joining an FMO. 
but we have a few other episodes that highlight the specific tools and features that we offer our agents. You can also find links to other helpful resources, articles from our blog, links to our social pages, and of course, that big button that says follow or subscribe. If you like this episode, let us know by following our feed so you can stay up to date on the latest features we offer our agents, as well as industry news and trends in our Friday Five series. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. We really appreciate it. We will see you next episode.